Today, This American Dice presents Dungeon World, The Fate of Blackburn the Lesser, Episode 10. With the life of this honor guard literally in Woundweaver Yorag's hands, can our heroes get to the bottom of the fate of young Blackburn the Lesser, the missing heir apparent of Piranesi? Who will live and who will die? Find out today on this American Dice. This kid won't have much time to suffer or have anything like that. The age of man is coming to an end. In a way, it's better for you. And uh, she just grabs this guy and fucking the mountain smashes his head into the wall and kills him. Unless anybody stops that from happening. (laughs) Are we all just cool with that sort of thing at this point? Hold on, let me check my nine hit points. <laughs> hey, look, like, depending All on right. how badly you want to influence the fate of this kid, it's three of us and two orcs standing between us and doing whatever we want. Yeah. I've got a question. It's okay. <laughs> so as you hear the, the scrunch of what sounds like a pumpkin being fucking destroyed... And based on your gestures and everything, he's doing it like with, or she's doing it with like her, uh, just her hand. Yeah, the hand that's covered in the glowing goop. Yeah. Where's um, Steyer at this point? I think in her other hand. My th- my thought is, uh, if I, well, this person is, uh, in, or this orc person is um, distracted, murdering this, uh, you know, helpless victim. Maybe this is a time for, um, you know, the God of Spears to take down the God of Hammers. And that might even the odds a little bit. Sure. You Are you thinking like, oh, well, this person, while your egg is exploding this guy's head against a wall, uh, maybe I can use this as my opportunity to disarm her in some kind of way? Yeah, I mean, hopefully Ben Barr's lipgates like, just destroy this hammer with the I don't, spear. I don't think that... So okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, yeah. It's, That's all I got. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think you could attack her and try to disarm her in a different way, but the Ben Bars lift gate stuff, it wouldn't just be like. What, what, yeah, maybe just uh, do it to knock it out of her hands somewhere. How close are we to this reservoir? It's like back in the other room. No, in the reservoir. Uh, no, you guys are. Yeah, you guys are near enough for that to happen for sure. Yeah, maybe just try to uh, spear it into the reservoir. Sure. Um, let's have you do this as a... Because hack and slash kind of sounds like it, but defend also kind of works with it where you are opening up the attacker. So let's do it as a uh, like a custom move kind of thing where you can use your strength to do this. Um... And your goal is just to disarm, right? Or do you also want to do some damage as well? No, I don't care. Mostly trying to get rid of this hammer so we can even up the fight. Okay. Um, Yeah, so let's say that if you can attack on a 10+, plus, you disarm this person. On a 7-9, to I guess you would... I think you would disarm them, maybe not completely if that makes sense so maybe like, oh, you knock this out of their hand, but not like down the sewer grate or down into this uh, reservoir um, and maybe take some 
uh, possibly take some damage. Would that make sense? Did you say it was strength or dexterity? Well, either one I got a 10 plus, but if it's a dexterity, I, it's even better. All right. Either, either one of those. I mean, you can you can describe this thing. So you're going to be able to... Well, you see her bash this guy's head against this... Uh, just against the wall of this um, cistern. And so either his neck breaks or his head fucking explodes like a melon Game of Thrones style. Oh, man. Either this one is of so those. grisly. Like, I, I have a difficulty imagining any of us, including my character, is supposed to be, like, neutral but sort of thing. Like, oh, yeah, this man's just going to be, like, bludgeoned to death in front of you. So I got to ask then. I have this armor that says I can choose to take damage for somebody else. Does that have to be a character or can it be an NPC? Nope, that can be an, that's another person. So yeah, an NPC counts as well. I don't want this to cancel out Spirit Child's move. I'd like it to be like complement it, if anything. Sure. But I I think it, I feel like it'd be crazy not to in this scenario. Um, so I'm gonna do that. Um, so so it says once per combat I can choose to take max damage in another character's place if I could reasonably reach them, which seems pretty straightforward here. Mm-hmm. Okay. You ready? You ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Hit me. You're gonna Play have me to up. tell. You're gonna have to tell me what this looks like, Carl. As you take thirteen damage. That's all of my health. Um, uh, <laughs> does does armor get to mitigate that in any way? Uh, yes, your armor would mitigate it. Great. I'll have one health, one hit point left. Nice. Perfect. <laughs> um. Okay. So, all right. So the way I figure this is like. So Denali was be completely serious when he's like straight up with his guard person with Kevin Oathkeeper being like, I just want to make like the craziest possible thing happen here when I find this kid. I want like things to change in like the most wild way I can make them change. And like when this this orc like starts like beating him to death in front of me, I feel like um I feel like uh I just feel like it'd be human decency to be like, oh, I know who you are. I know your name. We're kind of friends. Like, I can't just let this happen. Like, like plans aside, like, this is, like, to me, like, the, um, if my whole thing is making people do unexpected things, this is me doing unexpected thing myself. And so he's going to, like, try and, like, take this, like, hit and maybe, like, um, what would it look like if someone has their hands wrapped around someone's neck? How do you stop them and take the hit yourself? Uh... Maybe she didn't have her hand wrapped around his. Around oh, okay. Maybe she had it Maybe. on his on his chest, and she was just she just she bashed like, him. She like winds up like a final haymaker to just like turn this guy's head to like a busted up watermelon, and I like just get in between them, and I like just put myself between them and like take the hit myself. All right. Yeah. So you you were just bashed in what in the, you put your chest kind of in the way of this, and this that make the most sense. Her fist just bashes you into the wall as Kevin like barely gets out of the way. So I think that Woundweaver Yorag had probably thought like, oh, I can just bash this guy's head in with my bare hands. I'm gigantic. Look at his little melon. Uh, he's got the name of a child. <laughs> uh, and, and so instead when she just bashes you, yeah, she almost like stoves in your chest and she like, she's kind of surprised that you did this. And, um, yeah, I'll say, like, that's the big thing that you see in her, is that she is incredibly surprised that you did this. Almost, like, not offended, but, like, what the hell are you doing? Oh, maybe if it's, like, 
to sort of facilitate Pascal's move, like maybe her hand like kind of gets stuck in like the crumpled up armor that she is like in, like a uh, stove in on my chest, uh -huh. like giving him an opening. Sure. Yeah. And so then Pascal, what does this look like as you disarm her? Yeah. Maybe he he um <clears throat> he notices this ha like <laughs> she's trying to like uncouple her um hand or her knuckles out of this like disgusting dent in Donato now and um he takes the opportunity to um take his he like holds his spear up you know like uh over his shoulder and then I think he's going to just double hand like put all of his force into hitting this hammer uh Steyer out of her hands hopefully and you and again your goal has not, was not to do any damage it was just to disarm her yeah Sure. Um, yeah, you whack into like the uh, under the head of the hammer. You hit it like right there where it's able to pick it up and kind of torsion it out of her hand a little bit more than she was expecting. And it flips up backward and you just hear this splunk as it just goes into this reservoir. And she turns, she turns at you and it's just like, um, uh, she, she just says, you'll drown in there with it. Yeah. And uh, time for the attack, then, I think, for everybody, right? Sure. All that right. That way. Yeah. Uh, Comet, you're, you've watched this scene, this grisly scene where a man almost got his head smushed in, and Donato now has, like, a... Even this armor, I'm going to go ahead and say straight up is dented. And this is from an unarmed blow from uh, this person who's the size of an NFL lineman plus a foot or two. Anything you're feeling? Uh, yeah, uh, I am going to um, Zanato like right next to uh, our two new friends turning foes again. All of you guys are like on top of each other, essentially. Yeah, you guys are all very... You can take two... Everyone can take two to three steps and get to the other person. Okay. I am... Slash, um... Woundweaver Yorag and Donato don't have to take any steps because, theoretically, her fist is, like, partially, like... <laughs> um... Inter... Yeah. Uh, in enveloped by his f frame. I am going to... Uh... Move... Towards Donato, and I'm going to attempt to uh, heal him. Um, that's what I would like to do with my my action. Um, I guess the question is uh, if I should do cure moderate or if I should do the light. Uh, well, I have you here. Whatever you want to do. I think I'm going to do the cure light only because I'll get the plus two buff to it, and then I don't burn out that. Uh, that cure yet yeah does that make sense okay uh okay i'm gonna roll like that come on that is not gonna be great i'm i'm so bad at this but it's plus two you said yeah but it's uh i rolled a four so <laughs> that's with a negative one did you add it your wisdom though too? 
Uh, so I rolled a four with the wisdom at six, and then minus one is five. You said you got a plus two. The plus two was just your wisdom bonus? Just my wisdom bonus. Uh, I was just saying when I cure others, it's whatever I roll plus two as well. So, for example, I rolled the healing with it. It would have been okay. six at least to heal. Gotcha. I mean, at a six, at a six, somebody could fail, help right? you out if they can think of a way. That's just the well. I mean, healing-wise, yeah, Donato could could make something happen there. Like he could sort of like whisper, like a like just a couple of words to like sort of add his magic to that, I suppose. Um, yeah. Something along I'm the lines of something along like like um. Uh, I don't know. I, maybe it'd be more direct. But he's like, oh, like he like goes to add like one of his like verses that he's been like rhyming with for a long time, but like. As he does it, like all it comes out is just like, like a incomprehensible gurgle and a spurt of blood, but maybe it's like just barely enough. Sure. All right, so you're putting yourself out there where if, if you fail, this is also bad. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Me? Roll. Yeah. Go, yeah. Oh, roll, I forgot roll, that's a roll. You're rolling to help Comet. Sorry, I was like, what are we waiting for? <laughs> sorry, I I completely forgot that helping is a roll. Dramatic um, pause. Yeah. I was, I was actually considering whether I wanted to do this or not. Uh, I feel like you you've got this. You don't have to. Because I was, I was reconsidering. I feel like you've got this really interesting opportunity here where, like, you you died and were told, like, stop trying to be a cleric. And every time you try to do cleric stuff, you fail. Like Right, I, but I really I can't do anything else. I picked is the that cleric. True? Is, yeah. is that true, though? I mean, that, that's never really true. You can do whatever you want. I mean... Whoop her ass, like, man! Whoop her ass! Alright. I mean, like, a, a god-slaying weapon, for instance, was just cast, like, directly behind you. I mean, uh, if I could pick it up. I mean, just, just the thought. Okay. I, I know what I'm gonna do next move. I was just trying... I, I'm just trying to help. Well, so... So, is Donato helping? Uh, no. All right. All right. So Pascal, uh, or not Pascal, Comet. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna add to that and throw go that along with you. You start to, um, you start to say a prayer to help Donato, and I think um, Woundweaver Yorag just yanks her hand uh, off of his chest and just kind of backhands you right into this reservoir. So, okay. I don't think we need to worry about damage so much as you are now, like, farther away from the light and floundering around in this reservoir. Uh, and that's going to be something that you need to worry about for sure, especially as a guy wearing not the heaviest armor in the world, but definitely some armor. Right. Uh, meanwhile, Pascal, your game plan here is, I assume, to fight her as she says, like, like you'll drown in there, too. And this means even more now that she just dunked <laughs> Comet in there. Yeah. Gotta defeat this, this worthy opponent. Go for it. Uh, so a nine for me. Not too <clears throat> bad. You got a nine. 
oh, this time I actually could help. <laughs> I was like, do this you want to continue like a, your, your pattern yeah, of not helping I, anybody? <laughs> I'm a pacifist now. I don't want to hurt anybody. And that includes this orc, who's probably a great mother to her kids. Um, now this time he'll like grab um, her arm, her hand that's like still like impaled in his chest and like try and like hold her to him to make sure that she's like, uh, can't like de- properly defend herself. Okay. So maybe, maybe she didn't, maybe she didn't uh, when she yanked out and hit Comet, oh, maybe she only okay. no, maybe maybe she just elbowed him rather than yanked her whole arm out. So maybe she is like, we'll see though. Make your roll. Yeah, okay. I got, I got an eleven. You got an eleven. So that is exactly the case. So she slowed down. She elbows Comet. Comet flops into the water, into the reservoir, um, and she slowed down for Pascal, who gets a ten plus result. Um, and Pascal, are you doing the additional damage or and be opening yourself up or not? Um, yeah, I already rolled. Uh, so, um, no. But, uh, let's see. I got five and two piercing. <laughs> I mean, you Much... still could. Hmm. I am very low on hit points, too. So... I mean, last time, I... well, she had the hammer though last time too. Um, you know what? Fuck it. Let's try it. What is that? A D six in addition? I think so. I'm not 100 percent positive. Uh, off the I, top can, of my I head. can look it up. Uh, yeah, it's a D six. Sure. It is. Let's get one of these over here. Oh, one extra. <laughs> Two of its piercing though, so it's six total. Could you roll a d8 for me? It's a three. All right, so you're going to take eight damage. So I think she just... Uh, you can tell me how you how you take this damage. So, yeah, I'll let you paint the scene. So what is what is she... Is she just backhanding him, I guess? Um, I was going to imagine almost since she... Like, since Donato's, like, still on her arm, her just offhand comes down and just fucking hammers down on your head. Okay. <laughs> like a Three Stooges situation. Uh, yeah, but uh, again, a lineman hits you in the head. Yeah. yeah. I think you've like stabbed her and like grievously wounded her. She says to you like, the age of man, the age of man is over. I thought I'd fulfill this prophecy, but if I don't, there'll just be another who does. We're all on borrowed time, but your hourglass, well, the bottom's a lot more full than the top. Um, and you know what orcs do when they think they're gonna die. Remind so, me, what is they poop? They oh, they, 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 they the, yeah. the tusk dance thing. Yeah. And so she is just gonna grab you and attempt to just gore the shit out of you. Um, where she's like, okay, we'll see how this goes, and does that same thing where she like pulls herself onto the spear to. Or Pascal. So this is a very serious, very serious uh, defy danger roll. Because her her game plan is just, and she we said she has these huge tusks that have like golden uh, spikes like attached to them. Um, am I in a position to take an action here? Or sure. Is- 
Yeah, you could. Uh, I think he is going to do his thing, which is uh, try and help uh, Pascal with uh, his magic. Um, if that works. Like, just because all he has to do is speak, right? Uh, he'll say, uh, if this rhyme is my last, hold fast, friend, hold fast. And he'll try and, like, heal you and make it so that the next time someone aids you, uh, it works a lot better than it otherwise would. Does that um, work? I think we could get to that. I think the the more immediate thing is the deal that Pascal's dealing with. If you had a, yeah. if you were def, if you were defending him, that would oh, supersede this. I was thinking from the perspective of like, oh, if I heal you now, maybe this won't kill you. But yeah, that that probably makes a lot of sense. Uh, I don't think I hmm, defend him. Mm-hmm. That does involve you interceding yourself in his place as na- in, of danger. I, I have difficulty envisioning that one, so okay. that's not going to be me. Okay, so should I go back to defy danger then? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so your your yeah. goal is like I just have to leap out of the way. Yeah. Um, oh, maybe I'll put the like spear between us, hopefully, to get some space, but as quickly as possible, like avoiding this. Sure. No, oh, it's pretty good. Um, yeah, it's a ten plus. All right. Well, yeah, we don't need to know what it is then specifically. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, she goes to gore you um and her goal is like yeah this person um she's just gonna kind of take you down um and i feel that there's like you're able to get out of the way and there's maybe like a bit of a grappling match as she's trying to kind of grab at you and um I want to speed this along here because I think like a prolonged version of this doesn't quite work as well. What is a question you have for her, especially like as a warrior? Because you can you can tell a lot from this. You're you're fighting her in this way. What is a question you have for her as one warrior to another? Um, if I can ask a loaded question, I would say uh, if you're trying to take down a whole race of people, why do you think you're worthy of this hammer god? Why do you think you're worthy of wielding Steyr? Oh, and her answer, I think, is, um, I think it's a little bit different from yours of, like, I was the chosen one. She, uh, she basically says, instead of that, like, the thing you can tell from her, and you can tell me how you figure this out in a second, we'll figure that out, because how the fuck that makes sense, well, who knows, is you guys are just having this conversation in the middle of a goring attempt. Um, her reasoning is not that it chose me, but the opposite that I, um, I decided and made myself worthy to take this thing. This is the only weapon worthy enough that I should wield. Ooh, that's fascinating. So Pascal is now like, oh, this hammer, God of hammers, perhaps is like a hostage of this woman. Yeah, her her view of this is not I was chosen by it, but I am the one who has who who has the force of will and skill and ability to wield it. Yeah, that's awesome. I don't know any any particular way that one that comes out. 
Oh yeah, right. How do I know that? Um, would it be? It can uh, just be a weird conversation you two have. I, I was thinking maybe it's cooler not not to like make the move happen, but just like the god the god of spears like tells me this. Oh, okay. So you hear this from the god of spears that like, yeah. Like, she is not a chosen one. She instead views herself as the one who has taken it hostage. Yeah, so maybe then, uh, to make it dramatic, Pascal just, like, narrows his eyes, maybe in, like, a lull of this combat, or this melee, and just uh, holds the spear, and just, like I said, narrows his eyes, looks at Yorag and says, uh, I thought I was sent here to save the uh, Duke, but maybe, well, I guess that might be my friend's job. I think now my task is clear to take down you. We thought you could wield such a god. I'm not super interested in this fight continuing per se. Yeah, that could be uh, happening in like the shadows behind or something. Yeah. So I'm going to flash over to Comet. Comet, you are, you've been thrown into this water. Everything is pitch black in here. Like there's, I shouldn't say everything is pitch black. There is a light in the distance as a person with a pink neon spear and a person with green glow sticks splatter all over themselves are grappling with each other. Um, but you are in the water and it is dark and it is cold and it is disgusting. And um, what goes through your head in this moment? Um, panic uh, and frustration <laughs> and uh the slight feeling of maybe I should just stay in here. Maybe that might work at this point. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get to the side, um, way anywhere. At least figure out, go towards the uh, the pig light. Sure. Um. Hmm. Can he see the hammer in here? Is it just too dark? Is that something you're interested in? I, I would imagine it's too dark for you to see unless you're looking, trying to find it. Um, I mean, I can... <clears throat> you know, Donato does bring up a good point of every time I try to do something clerical, it's not exactly helpful. Um, can I calm myself and then... I'm going to, because I can cast light again, but it'll end the light that's on uh, Pascal's spear. Uh, okay. So I am, I think I'm going to do that, and I think I'm going to look for the hammer then. Sure. That sounds good to me. See if I'm worthy. So um, that's still a roll to cast light, yes? Yes. Come on, man. Okay, that is a uh, nine minus one, so an eight. Eight. All right, so that's going to work. Um, yeah, and I'm just going to light up my entire like right arm from fingertip to shoulder. Sure. So almost, I oh, not ironically, but coincidentally, whatever the hell. Um, similar to how a lot of the orcs looked, where they have those arms that are all lit up by the glow stick goop. Yours just glows. Is it the same color that Pascal's spear was glowing? 
Uh, I'm gonna say it's different. I'm gonna say it's like a bright white, almost like a white, clean light, like almost like LED-ish. Okay. And so you see that, and you're in this water, and it is dark, it is murky, it is goopy, it's gross, and um, you can see this hammer before you. It's it's uh it's it's sinking it's sinking like a it's sunk like a stone and is just plunked down into the bottom of this reservoir. And this reservoir is maybe like 15, 20 feet deep. Uh, how is the reservoir like, is there a current? Is it crazy or it's just still and I'm just thrashing? Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's just super full. It's fairly still. Um, I think the water like trickles in here and then is just saved, and then there probably in better days were ways that the water would get to wells like in other places on the island. Here it's instead now just, it just sits in these big reservoirs and gets full of mold and gunk. Okay. I think I'm going to center myself. And we tried it the... uh, previous way we're gonna try it a new way uh i'm going to dive into the water and i'm gonna try to retrieve the hammer all right well you're already in the water so that's one good thing yes i don't have to dive further i'm gonna go under the water i'm just gonna think of when i was with death and it was just kind of like the you need to stop thinking about all of your you know essentially the the germaphobe thing and the leave behind those kind of feelings and I'm just going to focus on that as I'm trying to swim and breaststroke towards the to the hammer to pick it up. All right. Yeah. So, you swim down and we see your your hands and you grab this hammer and um I'm going to put both feet on the ground. Like I'll bring it down to my level and I'm just going to try to push as hard up as I can. Sure. Since we're making such a big deal out of this hammer, I'm going to have something interesting happen here where you hear you hear a voice. Why should you come up from this reservoir? Why should you emerge from these waters? Why shouldn't you be drowned beneath them? I'm going to simply say it's because I got a job to do and I've got to save a kid. And I think you're going to help me. Um, could you make a charisma roll for me? <laughs> Uh-oh. That laugh, that laugh suggests charisma is not your best. Uh, guess what my dump stat is. Uh-oh. I got, I rolled a six. You rolled a six. Uh, with a negative one, it's a five. Oh, with a negative one. All right. I'm, I'm going to drown down here, but uh, I'm going to do it at least with good intentions. All right. I've got I've got some other stuff going on there. I think we just see Comet pulling on this thing. He's trying. He's lifting himself up. And he's saying, I've got someone to save. I have this kid to save. I've got a job to do. And um, we see him pulling and pulling this thing. And he he's like lifting it up, but it's so heavy. And then um, we just see him kind of like relax for a second. And things kind of fade to black for him. So meanwhile, uh, Pascal and Donato, 
Woundweaver Yorag is trying to gore Donata, uh, Pascal, I'm sorry, Woundweaver Yorag is trying to gore Pascal in that, like, death embrace that you've seen some of the orcs do. And Pascal is able to avoid this. And, um, Woundweaver Yorag is gonna be killed. How does that happen? I feel like that's your territory, Spear Child. I was just about to say, um, like, you know, with the spear. <laughs> yeah, duh. But no, uh, Donato, I feel like, has got, you were, you're itching to use those uh, bardic powers to, like, help out, right? Uh, how I do mean, you, like, assist him? How do we, like, tag team this situation? Um, hmm. Because I feel like, uh, Pascal is, like, real fucked up too um so he's gotta he's gotta help him in some way i feel uh <laughs> or is it just like the song like spur spurs him on oh maybe like um i don't know as far as like uh, how this would look maybe he like goes to do his thing of like singing a rhyme for you that inspires you but this time like he just doesn't have the energy to sing a rhyme that you can even hear. Uh, but, like, I don't know how that would affect you. Like, like the magic of it still reaches you somehow. I'm not sure how that, how that would look. Ooh, so I'm trying to think of, like, dramatically. So maybe uh, Urag, like, kind of pushes, pushes Pascal over or something. He's, like, on his knees. Maybe, he, like, the spear, like, goes, a, like, a couple feet away from him. And he's like, oh, this is not good. Kind of looks up at Yorag, like slow motion, like charging over to him, and then he maybe off off like the uh, like echoes of the wall or something. The song comes back to him, and that's what like spurs him on to to finally like pick up the spear again and do the killing blow oh, or something. Oh, oh, I also have another idea. Like, yeah, okay, what okay. if like this time instead of like a a song to inspire you, uh, he sings a song that's directed at Yorag. And it's a line mm. from this like songbook that he found like in like his his orchestra tutor's like oh uh, yeah <laughs> uh, like burned down home, and like he doesn't he's not even sure what it means, but like she hears it and it like freaks her out, and like that makes it, like an opening for Pascal. Oh yeah, I love that. Like it, it makes her question herself for a moment, just yeah. long enough. So like something some. Then now for some reason like this this like line from this book that he's never really understood like comes to mind and it sounds like um uh oh man um Yahai Kadishdu Eprui Nyogafe Mesuganothic and like to her that is like really freaks her out and she like uh, she turns to like see what where that was coming from or like she like is caught off guard by it. So as we see Woundweaver Yorag die, um, she's just impaled on the spear. Like he kind of kind of uh, puts the spear like uh, I don't know, like sets it up so that Yorag's momentum is going to be the thing stabbing her really, and kind of thrusts up, and then does the uh, like with the weight it like lifts him up, and she falls like with a thunderous, you know crash and he's like on top of her with the spear in her chest I guess okay and then she then she moves no more 
Yeah. You just, uh, yeah, she just, like, whispers, like, in her last breaths that, like, 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 like the prophecy. I, I always thought I would be the one. I always thought I would be the one to end it. I thought I'd be the one. Is, is she on her back when you've killed her? Yeah, I was kind of picturing she fell over on her back and then Pascal's like on top of her. Okay. Sure. Well, now the two things you've got, you've now got this moment of uh, of quiet. As okay. uh, Except that you realize there are two things in two different directions. One is Comet is nowhere to be seen, except that you think you may have seen him fall into this reservoir. And then Thada, the other orc, had gone into those, uh, like, smashed up, uh, collapsed ruins into the other area. And I think she's not there to be found. And there's an area large enough where a, a person could enter it that's there now. She's cleared away. Yeah, I think uh, time to split up, right? Maybe Pascal's like, save the child. I'll get Comet. Uh, Donato's going to take whatever order he's given at this point. Um, he's like pretty, pretty messed up. But uh, is that an option for someone who's at one hit point? Like, can I do that? You can. Sure. Yeah. Oh, he, you'll, I mean, you'll head in that direction. Absolutely. There is no leader in this. So if you're like, shut up, idiot. You'd be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. It's not that he doesn't want to do this stuff. If he's physically capable, he wants to do... He wants to do something. So is that the plan, then? Like, I'm going to go look down this hole, and you're going to see what happened to Comet? Yeah, look down the other hole. <laughs> We're both going yeah. to separate yeah. holes. You're both going to different holes. One is horizontal, one is vertical, one is not full of water, the other one is. Okay. Yeah, sure. No problem. All right. So, Pascal. Um, oh, one thing that's happened. You didn't notice it because your egg was all over you. Your spear no longer has light on it. Instead, when you look down, there's a light at the bottom of this reservoir. It's faint, but it's down there. It's hard. It's it's faint only because the water is so dirty and murky and full of fat and goop. But it's down there. And in Pascal's mind, he's like, oh, well, surely um, Steyer, now that they're freed, will help protect Comet enough for me to get down there. Or long enough. For, will protect Comet long enough for me to get down there. It's, in his mind, that's an absolute fact. So he, like, sprints over. All right. I mean, sprinting over is only just a couple of steps, and then you just dive in. Absolutely. Yeah. So could you make a... This seems like, can you get him out before he drowns? A defy danger roll. Um, and it seems like it would be powering through to swim down there to get him out. All right, that's a five. Ooh, mama. That is a five. We're going to be such high level at the end of this. Yeah, <laughs> I hope you guys have been keeping track of all this stuff. Oh, that's a five. 
So it doesn't mean a failure. It could just mean I set out to, and then something bad happens. In well, so let me, let me just throw this pitch out there. So we have two characters now who have like had like a pivotal, like a, like a failed role in the presence of like this, this, this hammer, this like sentient mm -hmm. hammer. What if like, instead of, you know, like comment, like gaining control over the hammer or like, you know, a spirit child exerting his will around the hammer, the hammer is like, I, I'm calling the shots right now. Like you, something's going to happen, but it's like, you're doing it because I want it. That kind of thing. Oh, that's pretty cool. Oh, I like that. I'm tempted to just say, let's pause there for a minute. Um, but that, that might be an interesting idea of uh, what if this hammer has this uh, almost like uh, power that could possess somebody. Or even if not, well, I mean, it can go out any direction, but like my initial thought was like, for instance, when Comet was like, I'm your new wielder. Like, if he fails that role, what if the hammer's like, no, you're my new holder? Like, something mm -hmm. like that. Um, and then, I don't know, as far as like Pascal, like, they're both in the same place at this point, And the hammer is like sort of this un powerful unknown entity. So I don't know. Oof. All right. Yeah, Justin, I'm going to go with that if that's cool by you. Um, that this hammer, good. I'll be a hammer as leader. as you're trying to pull it out, maybe essentially comet blacking out. Um, we see Pascal jump in, and um, maybe he jumps in and pulls somebody out of the water. And uh, the person that he pulls out at first, we assume is comet. And then we see that in their hand is this huge maul, Steyr, the crusher. And uh, on each face of the maul are those two bulls heads. And um, at first there's no movement from Comet. And then when that person stands up, it looks like Comet, but it's a different person. I'm going to like Comet's gonna kind of land and breathe in, and he's—it's gonna look like he's got like a pump going, like he took a bunch of pre-workout and he was just doing push-ups in the parking lot before coming <laughs> coming into the room. And it's just gonna be, wow, that feels great! Holy shit! Oh! And I'm gonna look over at uh, Pascal. Do you feel like this all the time? Oh! Oh man, with the toothpick or whatever the fuck that is, the spear. Oh, and I'm gonna kind of throw the hammer in the air and like catch it. Oh, this thing is so light now. Yeah, and this hammer is enormous. Like, imagine if someone's carrying a sledgehammer, which like a standard sledgehammer is twenty something pounds. Like, he's hefting this up like it's four or five pounds. He is. This is nuts and your egg oh. was enormous and now he's doing this and you look at him and just the way he's standing it's it's totally like where comet was usually hunched very uh i would say insecure body language broad shoulders out chest out if do you remember the the christopher reeves superman 
mm-hmm. was like that, where he did such a good job of like I'm I'm Clark Kent, ba doo ba doo ba doo, and then like when he's like I'm Superman now, which apparently he was a real asshole on set, where he was like everyone has to call me Superman. And it's like shut up. Ah, a real Jim Carrey situation. <laughs> a real like every other method actor situation. Yeah, sure, I'm Jared Leto. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm Jared Leto. <laughs> I got punched in the face for my art. Mm-hmm. So I think there might be a, a moment um, with with Pascal when he sees this, um, even though you called the spirit toothpick. But uh, yeah. And, yeah, I, and I, I think, think maybe, I think maybe uh, Pascal, as you're coming out, like like saving him was something that you thought both of you were going to drown from. Right. Yeah. I think he rushes over to Comet and just like get. I mean, way bigger Comet now, but like just like gives him a huge hug and just. Um, like puts his head on his shoulder and everything. And I think he I'm might gonna, like tear up a little bit. And he's like, back. he's like, I never thought I would have a, a brother. I, I never thought I would meet another wielder. And he's like really kind of moved by this. Like someone like me finally. Wow. This is, wow. This is a crazy, like equivalent of Tuesday. This is nuts. Oh, man. Thank you. Thank you for... And I, I'm going to grab him back and say, thank you for, for rescuing me. Holy shit. I, I'm okay with hugging, and I'm going to hug him again. And he gives you that big hug that's the equivalent of, like, when a dude, like, shakes your hand, and you're like, whoa, that's way harder than you thought. We're going to hug each other so hard to see who breaks first. Yeah. You just, no, just, it just I'm turns into another one of his gore moves. Like, <laughs> he loses his five hit points and dies. <laughs> it's worth it. Acceptance. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I mean, then I think that with Nato after that happened. Oh, I think he was going to say uh, after that. Um, after they have that moment together, he's like, uh, "Oh, but the Duke." And then maybe it flashes to Donato. Absolutely. So Donato thought I had pulled some of these rocks aside and moved some things aside where she could get into this spot um, and go into here. And you run into a problem. It's fucking pitch black in there. Do you have any way to light things up? Um... Let me see. Uh, Do you have any adventuring gear that wasn't from the stuff that you took that wasn't specifically torches? That's what I'm checking now. What what did I take? Oh, Um, nope. I did not. Nope. You know what I'm going to say? You were just near the honor guard. They would have had torches. Oh, well, not only that, but like, well, I don't know if this is even necessary, but like, I was right, I was practically rubbing shoulders with uh, Yorag, who had the goop uh-huh. all over her hand as well. Oh yeah, well. so there's probably some goop on you, but yeah, you could easily light one of the torches from uh, Sir Kevin. Alright, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. So I'll grab one of his, and I'll go through this. Uh, oh, by the way, Sir Kevin is alive. Good point. Yep. Yes. Let's not forget about Sir Kevin. So hold on, while uh, pa- we have to have that scene first, while Pascal jumps into the water to save Comet. Okay. Sir Kevin is Sir Kevin is like, he, again, he's his fucking mind has been blown like multiple times tonight. 
So his mind was blown when it was you who was the person that he was like, you're the betrayer. And then his mind was blown again when you saved him from being murdered. Although Woundweaver Yurag didn't view it as murder. But the, uh, yeah. So uh, it's a cultural definition, uh, distinction between that. But the, um, but yeah, so he's, you hear splorsh as, uh, as Pascal jumps into the water. And Kevin's just like, what? Why? And uh, Donato will uh, cough out some more blood and he wipes his mouth and he says, um, because the best action is decisive action. And he'll like start trudging away to like go towards this hole. Yeah, and I think um, you hear like, here, he just throws you a bag that has some adventuring gear in it and like some torches flop out of it. He'll take them and nod and, and say, um, no, that's it. He's not going to say anything. He'll just nod, light the torch and like go after this kid. All right. Yeah. So you go through this area, you have to squeeze in there and straight up in this armor, it is difficult to do. You don't have to take it off. It's just really hard to get in there. I actually think it'd make a lot of sense if he did take it off. Sure, like, he it's has not going to gonna save his life anymore at this point. It's dented to hell. It's probably got like may even have like holes in it. Like it's done. Like he takes it off, climbs through the hole. Yeah, it was getting stuck on stuff, and you have to undo it. The orc armor seems to be a lot more like leather and that kind of stuff, mm. and so it flexes more. Um, you can get in here, and you light the torch inside, and um, you can kind of go down this hallway uh this hallway and the hallway's shorter and a lot of it's caved in and so then you have to squeeze through another area to get into one of these other reservoirs and the other reservoir you're about to go forward and it's dry that's the difference like there's water that's flowing like on your feet and you can hear it flowing down and falling into this but it's either very very deep but it's 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 weirdly dry. Like okay. it goes a very far distance. You can't, with the light of a torch, see where the water is. And so far as you know, if you fall into this thing, sorry, dude, that stinks. Yep, that makes sense. Um, and this area seems like it was the most affected by something. Things caved in. Maybe there were earthquakes, and in the past, things would have been able to be repaired, but they haven't been for 15 or 10, 10 or 15 years. Um, and instead, one of the things that you can hear is you hear like a, ah! And it's a high-pitched shriek. And along this wall... Imagine a square room, and normally there would be a 8 to 10 foot deck area, like I said, and then the reservoir. Instead, that has fallen to like a 1 foot air, like little catwalk as the deck has given away and fallen into the reservoir itself. And um, Thada is going after this. You now see off in the distance, because you can see her hand lit up and you see a child holding um, like a torch and they I think drop the torch as they yell help Um, a small boy of 
Titanish. Um, like trying to like nudge across the the thing, like to get away from this orc woman, and she is kind of like moving towards him very quickly and trying to snatch at him. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So the aggregate of the information we have so far, we know that uh, Yorag thought that she was prophesied to do something. Do we know what that was? Yes, you know that she thought that by ending, and I will reveal another thing, and you know this maybe, Donato, because you're more familiar with the workings of the court. And Pascal. the orcs as well, to an extent, but yeah. Actually, probably all you guys know this. Um, the or- Yorag and some of the other orcs had said, like, we are, we're here to end the age of man. Okay. That the age of man of humanity is done. Meaning that, like, like th- your time is over, and this is the last step to that. And you thought there was some kind of ritual that they had to do, and that this kid would be involved in that. Um, whether that was magical or just cultural, you don't know. Um, but one of the things that you can kind of add up to it was... Um, I'm just going to add this, because I thought of this. Uh, 10 or 15 years ago after the oh one of the big things that made the um the duke duke blackburn the ninth this little kid's father say like oh this is now the new capital was that he was married to a younger princess from the capital Mm -hmm. so from his perspective all those people died through her i and my heirs are now the emperors of everything right and so, like, that kind of, like, had gone to this. And so that kind of infuses that orc idea of, like, oh, these are the last. Well, we killed the, we killed Duke Blackburn and his wife. We killed his his son or his elder son or sons or whatever. Every All the other kids. Here's this last fucking one. Once we extinguish this, the age of man is done. So I think you Got can it. piece all of that together. That makes sense from what we know. Okay. Okay. Um, great. So if he sees this happening, like the orc is reaching for the kid, he's gonna he's gonna yell out, uh, "Thada!" Like to get her attention, like she, so she knows he's here. Because uh, he wants to like start a conversation with her. And uh, if she like heeds him at all, he'll say, um... "Yeah, she'll you you yell that across this thing." And this is all of this has been this big echoey chamber, mm-hmm. but because there's been all this water, the echo has been different. This room, which is this huge, vast, empty space, when you yell this across to her, it echoes in a totally different way. Okay. Fucking yeah. scene setting, man. That's all. Nice. Yeah, nice. So, like, maybe, like, even he's surprised by the sound of his own voice in here. And maybe, like, yeah. arrests her in some way. And he'll say to her... And the kid the kid looks over, too. Like, both of them stop. And he'll say, Thada... Yorag is dead. But Yorag's dream... Uh, Yorag was right. The, the age of man is over 
we are in decline. The age of your people is here. And nothing I do and nothing you do is going to change that. Whether you kill this, this helpless, powerless child who has no kingdom, no city, no throne, or not, you, the age of your people is upon us. The only question for you is, how do you want that age to begin? With honor or with the bloodshed of an innocent child? And as he does this, he wants to use this move, Firebrand, which is when I introduce a new idea to an NPC, you can roll to make them believe it's their idea. All right. I'm down. All right. Seven plus three is ten. All right. So on a ten, they believe the idea is their own and take it with fervor. She... And like as like a as like a final thought to this idea, he'll say, um, "I was, I knew like I was a friend to your people. I was a friend to Mag, who who served with honor in this quarter. And she taught me what orcish honor is. And I think you know what that means." Oh, and she grabs this kid. Like, uh, and she grabs him and she like pulls him from if the kid is on her left side and they're both doing the kind of scooch across the, the thing with their back to the wall, she grab turns and grabs the kid one foot slipping, grabs him, pulls him over. So he's over this reservoir and at any moment about to drop in plummet into who knows what and presumably die. And she just holds him and says, your egg isn't dead. That's the only warning I can give you. And she puts him down on the other side. And she says, you have a kingdom. But I'll tell you, your age is done. Accept it how you will. If your egg died, And Yorag remains. Then all you have left is blood. I'm sorry. And she just jumps into this thing and kills herself. Oh, damn. Yeah. And Carl, I think this is a thing that you realize. That we go back to your uh, memories your egg ends with a consonant. Uh-huh. A hard consonant. In Orcish, words that end in hard consonants that are proper nouns are... are... what is the term? Um, united plurals. Ah, uh, okay. So. Got it. Wound Weaver Yorag is not singular. Wound Weaver Yorag is a plural and 
thought of said, sorry. The fact that the one that you know died, died. What's going to happen is worse. And she's like, I don't even want to be here for that. And killed herself. Uh-oh. Which, All right. which, also, which also explains how Durthag has this reputation of being like a million amazing things. Yes. Yeah. Nice. And that and that actually, I think you're like, oh shit, that opens up. It, yeah, we we have it that. But if we had this as you as a scholar, you'd be like, oh, so all of these various orcs who did these things are not a singular person; they are a united plural of people, or of groups, or of pairs, or whatever doing these things. Shit. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. And then um, we see this child, like, trying to get over to you, and we hop back. So, Pascal and Comet. We see Comet. He's looking like, again, he just got out of a fucking creatine commercial. And uh, he's glistening wet with water. It's very erotic. <laughs> the two of you soaked. Um, lots of spears and hammers. There's nothing there. Yeah, fine. Um, but yeah, so, um, it's the two of you on the other side of this pool, and then you can hear the heavy breathing of someone who, um, oh, that's what you see. You hear, shink, and Kevin Oathkeep, Sir Kevin Oathkeeper is standing before you, and he looks... By comparison to Comet and what we just saw Pascal do, pathetic. But he's there. He's got the armor of one of the honor guard, and he has his sword pointed out to you guys. And normally this dude would be an absolute ass-kicking machine. And he's just pointing his sword at the two of you, and he's saying, like, like, you, you, He's, he's trying to figure out what's going on and he can't get it out and he's trying to say you traitors but he's looking at Pascal and he's confused about it and he's looking at Comet and he probably doesn't know who Comet is and especially here he's like why who are you I think Pascal's gonna say uh, maybe put his spear up you know like just holding it like not at the ready to fight him or anything but pointing at the ceiling and he says uh don't worry friend we're on the same side actually stand on down sheath sheath your blade uh, on the same side i stand here protecting duke blackburn the 10th rightful right. heir to this whole city rightful heir emperor well, you're in luck we were here sent here to fetch him And I see no other enemies here, so we can return him safely as long as we get our friend who's retrieving him now. And this guy's like, who who sent you? Who sent you? The high priest himself. And this guy's just... He's, he's Can so I show him the seal on my shield of Ilmater, which is the same god as uh, the high priest Valorum? Yeah. 
And this guy is... He's... It, again, his, his, like, mind is being... Like, he doesn't know what's happening. Where he's like, oh, I thought one thing and then another thing and then another thing again. And so this is, like, really fucking with this guy. Can I just put a, like, a handout and just say, just sit down, let us handle the rest, all right? Take a rest, son. And he says, like, like, you stay there. I won't let you hurt that child. Nobody moves any further than this. I'm going to look at Pascal, and I'm going to look past Kevin, and I'm going to move past uh, Kevin. Ooh, are you are you moving past him? Are you moving him, or you're just moving past him? I don't care what you say, Kevin. I am moving past him. Okay. If Kevin tries to stop you, does that answer change? Uh, no. I think Kevin's going to try to try to keep you to get some kind of answer to this. Like, okay. he's going to try to intercede in some way. Um, so I think this is a... I think this is a defy danger. Does that make sense? I think it's defy... I would think defy danger, yeah. Okay, yeah. Defy the danger of Kevin preventing you from moving forward. So... Are you just going to push him aside? Are you going to nimble I'm going to take the hammer out and I'm just going to gently move him to the side. And I just want to say, you do not want me to put the hammer down. Do you think that's strength as you just kind of... I'm not pu- I'm not pushing him hard. I, uh-huh. I would think it's more charisma to, okay. to either intimidate him or persuade him. I'm going to just say, you don't want me to put the hammer well, down. Well, I mean, like a display of strength could act as like... Like a, a like a nonverbal sort of like pick him up, and then... <laughs> right? That's e- true. Either either of those. If you want to do it as charisma, that that works perfectly fine for me. Um, sorry, new character, who this? Uh, I'd say just pick him up, put him down. Yeah, I have the strength to do it. I'm just gonna literally, if I can, bat the sword out of his weak little hand. Uh huh. Under the armpits, and I'm gonna just put him to the side and uh, say, "Let's go. We got a kid to save, spirit child." Uh, kind of better. Eight. Eight is good. Um, is that eight plus three or five plus three? It was a five plus three. Nice. Okay, I, th- I thought you were gonna be like hey, snake eyes again. <laughs> like snake eyes. <laughs> you need to be three options. Okay. One of which is one of which is extreme. Um, one option, the extreme option, is you just fucking knock Kevin into the reservoir. <laughs> okay. Uh, so there's one option. Kevin, goodbye. Kevin's so not going to be a swimmer. He he can't swim. Yeah. He he is emaciated. Um. So that's one option. The other option is that you do have to hurt Kevin. Um. In the process of moving him, the other option you don't throw him into a reservoir. Uh. In his heavy armor, but you do have to move him. Um, and then the other option is that Kevin does hurt you in this I'm process. I'm gonna cold cock Kevin in the jaw. Okay, I think that's I think that's easily we can just say like you, Kevin. 
Kevin like stands up to you and he's just like, like, you're not going anywhere until you answer my questions. You're not going anywhere. I don't know if you're the traitors. Are you the trait? And you just fucking clock him in the head and Kevin's out. I'm going to look at Pascal. I feel like we answered the questions though. Well, he asked the questions are we the trait we said no we showed like am i like am i crazy right soldiering life is hard good to see you sometimes oh, just let him take a nap lot, yeah yeah and i think comet you just feel like you feel really good about that too you're like yeah good should have fucking knocked the city out yeah uh meanwhile donato there's a very terrified child who is there and who just witnessed a woman who was presumably trying to kill him, then just say, nope, never mind, and kill herself. So this kid's like, um, let alone the fact that he may have earlier witnessed his family be murdered. In a rough week. Yeah, this kid's Hugo. like, am I right? He straightens his, he goes, hey. Yeah, well, and so... I think he's, um, you know what, Donato, you get you get the first thing. Tell me something about how Duke Black, presumably Duke Blackburn the Tenth, looks. Tell me something about him. You can tell me about his physical appearance. Oh, he outfit. was like a he was like a massive cinder block of a man. He was both tall and stout, but like a I mean, muscular I mean, way. I mean, I mean the child. Okay, so then the things that come down to the kid were okay. like black hair, um, piercing eyes. Uh, he looks like the the son of someone who would be royalty. Like he's got um, he's got like solid features. Ooh, um, what is a feature? And again, I'm going to give this to you, Donato. What is a feature of the royal line? that makes it unmistakable that that's him. That's not just some other fucking kid. That's him for sure. Um, I mean, I, I think that the, the easiest one that comes to mind is that like, uh, in a, in a country full of like, you know, sort of Italian seeming citizens with like dark eyes, he's got like blue eyes. Sure. So he has like jet black, he, jet black. He has like dark black hair. Mm-hmm but these like gray blue eyes. There you go. And um, that's at the minute you see that you're like, that's him a hundred percent. There's no doubt for sure. Yep. Um, Pascal. I'm sorry, David. Tell me, tell me something else about this kid and how he looks. This could be his outfit. This could be his physicality. Uh, I'm thinking he's like missing teeth or something missing teeth from he's a little kid and his teeth have fallen no. out or missing teeth because somebody fucking knocked his teeth out that that one oh so he's got blood on his chin be, and like dried blood on his chin from where somebody gave him a good smack justin what's the last thing what's one other thing about little uh duke hugo blackburn i would say he has like freckles from the nose to the cheeks uh, but under those, from all of the stress and uh, distress that he's gone through, he has these deep kind of bags under his eyes that this kid is now changed. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, 
so Donato, you see this this child, and he's there, and he looks at you and says, "Who, who, who are you? Who are you?" Donato will come up to him. So he'll kneel down, and like he's still in really bad shape. He's at you know literally one hit point. Uh, he's taking his armor off. He's he's got all this blood all over him. He'll say, uh, "I'm the understudy to the understudy to your jester." Pleased to meet you. And he'll he'll go to shake his hand and he'll say, uh, and I'm here to save you. That's where we gotta fucking end it. That's the line. Nice. That's good because if you'd let me get one line more, I'd have told this kid some really bad advice. <laughs> and he pushes you into the reservoir. <laughs> this child pushes you over. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Fate of Blackburn the Lesser, Episode Ten, a Dungeon World game from This American Dice. Our game, of course, included Carl as Donato. Justin as Comet, and David as Pascal Spearchild. Austin was your game master. Dungeon World is a game by Adam Cobell and Sage Latora. Music for this episode included Eleven by Cowpay, The Depths by Cowpay, Rallying the Defense by Per Kittlestoft, A Dangerous Location by Ron Ernest, Winter is Coming Adagio, First Snow by D.N. Key, and Quaalude, also by Cowpay. Uh... Uh, we forgot that Comet had lost the light spell, and I don't think it really is a big deal, but if you're a stickler, go ahead and stickle it. Be sure to join us next Friday for our next episode of Dungeon World, The Fate of Blackburn the Lesser, Episode 11. And every Thursday for our long-running game, in this case, This American Monster. Till then, folks, you can also check out our YouTube page, where on Saturdays, long games come out that are being taken off of our regular feed and on Sundays short games come out so if you're interested in any of our older stuff that's a great place to look see you next week folks and now some goofs so God. so uh apparently every single time I read that move I get uh-huh. it wrong so it's yeah it's supposed to be very much for a player to player move yeah not and only I'm, that it's supposed to be, I ask them a question from the list, uh-huh. and they ask me a question from the list. Okay. It, it doesn't help that every single time I look up that move, I'm always like, some level of drunk. I've been playing, I don't know if you guys have uh, played it, Multiverses. It's like Smash Brothers, but it's all Warner Brother properties. I heard it was surprisingly good. It's so good. Also, if you want to ever see Bugs Bunny just shit rock Arya Stark, you can do that because that's the game. <laughs> Arya Stark was definitely the biggest shock to me. It's like, oh, that person's. In There's this a game. leak. There's a leak of what's in the code. And the biggest shock for me, Ted Lasso. 
I don't know what Jason Sudeikis Ted Lasso's move set's gonna be. Is he Kills gonna him with kindness? Kills him with kindness. Biscuits with the boss. Like what? What is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some of them make sense. Like Gandalf Legolas, super cool. Uh, they're gonna release Gizmo slash Spike from um, nice. Gremlins and Black Adam, which I'm really excited for Black Adam. Uh, but yeah, I see Gumbo. Uh, Samurai Jack, I know they're gonna do Johnny Bravo. Like they're also doing like Cartoon Network characters and Johnny Bravo is a crazy cartoon when you go back and think about it. Did we talk about this before? No, but I know he licked the lady. Like when you first see that, he goes <laughs> and licks the lady like on her neck. But it's the whole cartoon. It's 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 not even just that he's like, hey, every now and again he like hits on ladies. That is the whole thing. Yeah, he's yeah. a horny virgin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where he's like, ho, 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 oh, mama. Yeah, that's the whole deal. That's the leak. I feel like I remember it not being like crazy offensive, if only because like he always loses and ends up being like the butt, the butt, like the butt of his own joke. It is but, like the the message is misogyny is bad, but week in week out, Johnny Bravo is going to try to get his dick wet for the yeah, next time. Yeah. Yeah, that was the whole show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty wild to think about. I'm just looking at the roster again. Like LeBron James isn't the surprise for me anymore. Now it's Ted Lasso. Her fist just bashes you into the wall as Kevin like barely gets out of the way. Again, it is weird to say Kevin. It does sound like we're describing a child. <laughs> Kevin, hey, grow out of that Kevin. name already. Kevin, yeah. get over here. Uh, guess what my dump stat is. Uh-oh. My dump stat is every time I have dairy. <laughs> every time I have a Tillamook ice cream, I Tillamook my pants. <laughs> yeah, I Tillamook myself. <laughs> Tillamook myself in the middle of friendlies. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still thinking of I Tillamook my trousers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, can I just really quick segue? There's a person that they send emails for my job, and their name is Barbara Sharps. <laughs> and I laugh every time they, they email in. And when I'll respond, like, hey, Barbara. Uh, <laughs> recently, they the CEO's like, there's no Barbara. What are you talking about? And so I'm like, did someone just add Barbara Sharps as a contact? Someone's just like, I don't know what to name this person. What's the funniest name? Bab Sharps. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a real I, contact? Yes. <laughs> I've been calling someone Barbara, like <laughs> referring to them as Barbara. I don't say, hi, Miss Sharts. How are you? I'm so glad I have it. <laughs> that you switch it up. They're like, who's Barbara? And I'm like, you, I don't know. You tell me who Barbara is. Pardon, Miss Sharts. Um, it's Mrs. Sharts. <laughs> perhaps my, perhaps my husband, Dick Sharts will, uh, <laughs> stop. <laughs> Tillamook Sharts. Please don't make me send him down there. Aside from his hair and eyes. Um, he could be extra short. He could be a f little fat kid. He could be like... He could be um, wearing crazy given his he could recent be, happenings. Yeah, exactly. Like He could be wearing a really weird outfit. It was Halloween on Piranesi and he's... 
he's dressed like the mask or, or it's like you know <laughs> it's like grimace yeah and he's like how like grimace he could be really messed up too like how many days has it been since the raid um we have been very very um iffy on that i'm gonna yeah. say it's been anywhere from hours <laughs> to three days <laughs> Yeah, I don't there know have if been times where we have been describing. Yeah, there have been times where we've been describing this stuff where I'm like, it only makes sense if this has been going on for like, like a couple of hours. And yeah. there are other times where it's like, oh, this happened five days ago. Guys, we if we had gotten to sleep, we would have had some hit points by now. So this has uh-huh. been hours for sure. Yeah, um, I still, I, I imagine this is probably still that same night, but like, dawn's about to arrive soon. Yeah, though you're underground, so you don't fucking know. How do you feel about playing a different character for at least a little bit here? I could do that. Okay. So uh, I can tell you about this character. If you guys want, we can take a break for a minute. Yeah. And I can just tell Justin about this. I'll get another drink. And uh, yeah. Cool. So I didn't have a lot um, meant for this hammer. I just thought it would be a cool, like, what if it was a magical weapon that the sport had? <laughs> but now since we've hammered so... <laughs> I gotta go. Yeah. Sorry, uh, I'm just, I'm just twisting show. my own nipples. 